So I like to talk, like a lot. And now I have my own podcast, which you should listen to. This is Everything in Between. Welcome everyone to the fourth episode of Everything in Between. Today I'm here with Abby. She is from Australia and just a little baby turned 18 once she got to Germany in January. So, welcome. Hello. Today we're going to talk about au pair life because actually Abby and I met through au pair, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through our, we have the same au pair family that we've worked with. But obviously at different times. Yeah. So basically, I worked with this family for one year and until September 2018. And they had a sh- another au pair for a short amount of time for a month. two months. A month. It was a month. Yeah. And she was really nice. She was actually from France. Very mm. nice. I never met her, but I'll take your word for it. Yep. Mm. And then in January, Abby came. Yes. And texted me lots of questions before she came. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, but you were very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. I tried to be. Yeah. Because I think it's so difficult sometimes to know what to expect. Yeah, I had no idea what to expect. And like you're moving in with a family. Have you ever heard any horror stories from au pairs? Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. Do tell. Well, I don't know. Lots of au pairs just have a terrible time and their family makes them do everything, like all of the cleaning and all of the cooking, and they're just cleaning and cooking the entire time and don't have any time for themselves, and then they have to change families and stuff. Yeah. I heard of a girl that came here, and the, like, au pair dad, whatever we want to call him, mm-hmm. made her, like, do her, make him breakfast. She'd be like, I want cereal, and she'd have to pour <laughs> the cereal. I was like, are you kidding me? That's... Who is lazy enough? To not be able to make their own cereal. Mm, that's so crap. Well, I'm glad that that's never happened to me. Yeah. So luckily, we picked a good family. Yes. So why did you decide to be an au pair? Well, during year 12, my last year of school, I didn't know what to do in the year that I wanted to take between school and university. And my careers teacher, um, who's supposed to help you with your future, suggested being an au pair. Um, because that's what her daughter did and that night after school I didn't want to do my homework <laughs> so I was like whatever I'll just um, sign up with this website because it's free. How did you find the website? Oh uh, it was the website that my um, career teacher's daughter had used it's called Opair World and it's great and it's free um, and it's on the internet. <laughs> that's true I've heard of a lot of people that came here with like agencies yeah, me too. Which is weird because I would not pay someone to do something that's quite easily done by yourself. Yeah. I mean, I didn't find the process difficult at all. So we can talk about the process. I guess you go online, you make a profile, and then you just wait and search with, like, you can search through families and message yourself the ones that you kind of see that you're interested in. But also, families are also searching for au pairs the whole time. So they'll message you. Mm. So you just kind of... It's like social media. (laughs) It is. It's social media, but for au pairs. And I I never searched for any families. I just got heaps of families giving me messages. In the first week, I'd got like seven or something. And then I just 
like closed my account basically and just picked between them and I ended up picking the first family that messaged me so oh. you could almost say that my family chose me that was easy <laughs> yeah it was it was really easy how long did it take you then to from like the moment you signed up to the website till you signed the contract oh that was quite a while that was at least two and a half months oh really yeah yeah. Oh, I didn't know it had taken so long. Yeah, but we took a while on purpose because we were, like, discussing all of these different things before doing the contract. So I knew that I was going to be with this family um, after about oh, three weeks, maybe, mm-hmm. um, because I had to make sure, like, with my parents and everything, that that was what I definitely wanted to do, and I was very nervous. So it took me a long time to decide But yes, it was a bit of a long process for me. But I've heard that for you, it was all over and done with very quickly. Yeah, we did that in like a week. But also because I was just like very impulsive. (laughs) Like I had decided I wanted to come to Europe. So I applied for tons of jobs and I gave that like maybe two weeks time. And I was like, okay, no one's hired me yet. So (laughs) um, what what am I going to do? I need to go. And that's when I signed up for a pair. And I was like, okay. I'm going to do a pair. Okay, I'm going to find a family. And then I had, like, maybe five Skype interviews with different families. Mm. And then I picked this one, and I was like, okay, it's in the contract. And then I was like, when can I start? Okay, n- next week? Sure. I'll be there. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I was in Mexico at the time, and I knew that once I came back to the U.S., I had nothing. Like, I yeah. had nothing planned. So... I was like, okay, I just need a week or two to switch luggage because I had been in Australia before. Mm -hmm. So I just needed some time to switch my luggage. And then I was on my way. Wow. Yeah, whereas I was still in my last year of school while still organizing all of this. Oh, and that was the other reason I had to go get a German passport. Oh, that's true. So why did you choose Germany? Ah, because I really wanted to learn the language and also because I have relatives here and because I managed to get myself a German passport, which is the most useful thing ever. I used it just today in Reve. Why? To get the apple wine. They asked me for identification and I was like, meh, I've got this in my bag. No Why not? way. Whipped out my whole passport. They asked you for identification? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was so depressed. I was like, do I look 15? Maybe. Oh, I didn't <laughs> even know they would check. Yeah, I didn't expect it either. That's it was... so funny. Yeah. First time ever. So you're German, and you got the passport through your dad. My granddad, but my dad also has a German passport. But my granddad was born here. Ah, okay. So you're second generation Australian. Yes. Yeah, it was a stretch. (laughs) It it was a long process. Listen, my granddad (laughs) was born in Germany. I know, I know. So, now that we talked about how we found the family, we can talk a little bit about the family. Mm-hmm. We actually had it quite easy because the kids are like little adults. <laughs> they are. They're very serious, but also usually <laughs> normal. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so when I was taking care of them, they were, I think, 7 and 11. Mm. How old are they now? 9 and 12. Yes. So, 7 and 10. Or s- Probably. Yeah. Their birthdays are quite close together, so... Uh, yeah. I don't know, but yes. They were young. <laughs> yeah. Young, but not young, young. Like, some au pairs take care of, like, three-year-olds. Right. Two-year-olds. But it's, like, weird because it's, like, a good age in a way, but also a bad age. Because, listen, mm-hmm. 
So we know other people that have younger kids mm -hmm. and it's so much easier to take care of them because you don't really have to do anything except maybe play with them and mm. make sure they don't get into trouble. Mm. But with us, they're bigger, so we have to help them with homework, we have to teach them things, take them places because they have activities. So mm. almost it's more like more work, even though it's, I don't know. What do you think? It's, it's not definitively easier or harder, I would say but it is very different. And I'm personally glad that I have older kids because little kids are just, can be so frustrating sometimes. And you can kind of reason with these kids a bit more. Yeah, yeah. They're, they understand things. So you can be like, okay, let yeah. me explain to you. Yeah, yeah. And they also do more interesting things. That's know, true. They, they go out more. They do things like um, ice skating and so let's talk a little bit then about the family because our family also they do a lot of things to kids i don't yep. think a lot of families have kids with so many activities and we had that special case where every day there's something a very big something if this is the something i think you're talking about oh oh no not a something i get it i thought you were referring to english lessons oh like, but that's also the thing that is the something so me. maybe i can talk through the schedule what it was whenever i was an au pair mm -hmm. and then you can say like what their schedule is now mm -hmm. so when i was an au pair the things that we had to do were ice skating two to three times a week um cello lessons once mm -hmm. a week karate once a week oh rock climbing once a week what else? Flute once a week. Choir once a week. Mm. I think that might be it. That sounds about right. Then every day we had to do English class and it kind of varied. Mm -hmm. So there were days when I literally did three hours of English class. And during the summer, we had to do three hours of English class while we were on vacation. Disgusting. And at the beginning, but at the beginning, it started out kind of easy. She was like, oh, okay, do 30 minutes of English a day. Mm -hmm. And then after like a month, it was like, okay, do an hour of English a day. <laughs> and it just kept getting longer and longer every time. Oh, God. Which was, I don't know. It's hard because you're, we're not like teachers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't have any experience with teaching a language or yeah. teaching kids or teaching in general. <laughs> So it was just like every day was a surprise. Like, okay, today we're going to learn verbs. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I just completely choose what I want to do as well. I chose what Marcel was going to do today. Um, probably a good 30 minutes before the class started. Right. We're just <laughs> improvising like, okay, open your book to page 56. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I personally enjoy doing the English classes. I um, think you like it a lot more than I do. And I've noticed yeah. that. Yeah. I, I complained about English class to my parents a lot. <laughs> really? Yes, because I don't know. I just don't like teaching things. I think I do. And I think it's maybe a bit more interesting for me, though, because they already knew a 
fair bit of English by the time I got there because you'd been doing the classes for a, a, year. a whole year. Um, so I can do things like I do lots of projects. That's pretty much all I do. Yeah, that's more fun. We tried to do that. But the thing is, this is like kind of like the kids thing where it would have been nice to know like how to teach kids and like get them more involved mm. because a lot of the time I would be like, okay, we're going to do a cool project. Like they... When I first got there, they really liked like filming and with their friends, they made a, a movie mm-hmm. and we went to um, the Frankensteinberg, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And we recorded, like I recorded everything with my GoPro and we made like a little film. So I thought, okay, this would be cool. So we're gonna make a play and you guys can like do everything, like make the lines, give people roles, etc. Mm-hmm. And the motivation was not there yeah they just complained about it the whole time oh gosh yeah i always make my projects not too exciting but uh, like the kind of things that are over in like three days or so and things like doing a science experiment or doing a treasure hunt or I i don't know it's easy stuff but one thing I do hate is when they complain that they have to do English and it's like (laughs) do you think that it's my choice (laughs) yeah like do you think I want to sit here and teach you English no I'm trying to get it over with yeah and I feel so bad there's so many times when they're like can we just watch a movie in English and I just want to say yes let's just do it (laughs) like who cares but it's like no I really can't your mom will kill me if she finds out and she will find out she knows oh she (laughs) finds out everything yeah she does I used to do a lot of like 30 minute no it was 15 minute episodes we watched Phineas and Ferb yeah on Netflix it's like 30 minutes total but we would just watch the first 15 minutes because it's divided into like two episodes in one I don't know if you've ever watched it. No, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So we would watch like the first 15 minutes and then I'd do like a quiz on what we watched. And that was like my way to get out of it. And like, like win-win, you know? Yeah. The kid's happy. I'm happy. The mom's happy. We're all happy. <laughs> yeah, I did that too, but with Adventure Time. Yeah, you see? Yeah. <laughs> it's always a nice thing, especially on weekends, like Fridays and Saturdays. Mm. Or I would like help them pick a song and we would translate it. Oh, Yeah. That was also fun. Nice. I haven't done that, but I've been considering it. Maybe yeah. I will now. Do it. I think their English is way better now because before we would translate it and talk about the meaning of the song and like, you know. Yeah. But they, yeah, they just kind of wanted to sing it. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. So did you have any difficulties with the kids when you first got there? Yes. Yes, they wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> Yep, been there. <laughs> they just sit there. On the second day that I mm, was with the family, we drove to Uberstorf, which took about six hours, and I sat in the back with them and just stared <laughs> straight ahead. Because they were... Yeah, on, on the way back, I managed to play a couple games with them, but they would just talk in German or Catalonian all the time, which... I can't understand or couldn't understand at the time. Um, Oh, yeah. So maybe we can explain. Um, The family is a Spanish family living in Germany. So this is why. And they're from Catalonia, which Mm. is why they speak Catalonian and you couldn't understand it. Nope. Just for the listeners to know. Yes. And still can't. (laughs) And they still speak in Catalonian. Yeah, but they do this anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. Was it difficult when you first got to, like, to the family? Was it weird or awkward? Like, what was your first impression? Mm. Um, I was super nervous. 
when I first arrived to meet these people, like these complete strangers that I knew I'd have to be living with for the next, like, more than six months. Um, and, yeah, it was <laughs> awkward, but it got better from there. Of course, it always yeah. get be- gets better. Yeah. But I can remember um, sitting in my room for in the first night and just thinking, oh, I'm completely out of my depth. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I have no regrets doing it. It's been a great experience, so much so that I am staying on for an extra three months. That's true. You yeah. added three months to your contract, which is cool. Yeah, it was. And it's super, like, impressive that you managed to do this because you're so young. Mm. So the fact that you just, like, decided to fly to another country at 17 years old, really, because you mm. were 17 when you got here. I was. And say that you're going to stay with this family for ended up being what nine months yeah I never expected that I would actually do it until it was too late (laughs) (laughs) so you're sitting on the plane like oh god (laughs) literally (laughs) what did I do I was like I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna fly to another country now goodbye (laughs) it is like kind of surreal like in the moment you're just because I I think I experienced this too because I wasn't really thinking I was just like yeah I'm gonna do it sure sure Mm -hmm. and then you have your bags packed and you're like yeah I'm gonna do it and then you're on the plane you're like oh my god why are they speaking German oh my god I don't know German oh my god why did I do this (laughs) yes oh it was the same with me (laughs) but it worked out and it was nice it was so since we brought up the whole language thing with the family Spanish family living in Germany how has it been whenever you meet the extended family, like the grandma and the cousins that all speak just either Spanish or Catalonian? Yeah, uh, I went to Catalonia with the family for, I think, five days, and their extended extended family are all lovely, but it was so awkward for me to sit at the dinner table and have them all speak in Catalan with each other. And it sounded like a great conversation, but I'd just sit there and just sort of smile. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. And they can't speak English either, so it's just... Yeah. There's... There can be, like, a will and you kind of want to talk to them, but neither one of you can do anything. Yeah. And it's the hardest um, when the children's grandmother is here like at the moment I have to look after the children just with their grandma because both of their parents are away um and she is once again a lovely person um but it's very hard to run a household with someone that you can't talk talk to. to yeah right because you have to agree on things so did the mom leave a note usually whenever I would um go she would um when they would be gone, she would leave a note like, okay, Monday, this, this, this needs to be done at this, this, this times. Basically, like, just do it. Mm-hmm. But now that you, it, she's longer, she's gone longer, so. It's five pages long, yeah. Five pages <laughs> yeah. of notes. Uh, yes, yes. And they're super specific, too. Really? And they're like super what? scary. I don't know. It's like everything down to, like, cello, Marcel for the exact 20 minute block then straight after homework Marcel and it's like and then go at I don't know 20 to 5 to taekwondo it's it's ridiculous it's super specific and also I have to do an hour and a half English each on the weekend yeah so there's the three hours I was yeah, telling there's you the about three hours, but that's the first time I've experienced it but thankfully oh really yes welcome yes. <laughs> welcome to hell just kidding no but really it's so hard because they're kids 
So to keep them interested for an hour and a half in English, because also I don't know if this has changed, but when we first started, every class they would ask, "But why do I have to learn English? I don't want to speak English. I don't care." Mm-hmm. And you have to convince them that it's a good thing no. and that they should know English, which they should. So it's like a an actual point. But they're kids, so. It, To an extent, you can explain things, but when they don't want to do something, they don't want to understand it either. No, and I've decided that I can't change their minds. The first time they asked why they have to do English, I told them exactly why, and ever since then, I've said you know, and just plowed straight through, <laughs> and just <laughs> slammed the book down. <laughs> not not quite that violently, but I, I just and when I really. They don't know this, but well, maybe they've guessed it. But when um, I'm really grumpy, I just say because your mom says so. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like to stop asking. You you know you have to do it. Your mom said you have to do it, so yeah. just do it. Yeah, exactly. Because they do know this. They think they can get away with it. Mm. And there are a lot of things that I'd be like, no, your mom said an hour, and they would be like, hold on, and I'm like, no, please just sit down. Runs <laughs> to mom. Mom, did you say an hour? Yes, you have to do an hour. No, why? Five minutes of complaining comes back. You're right. It's an hour. Like, okay, we just wasted ten minutes. Yes, yes. Now it's an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> yes, that hasn't changed. Can we just get it over with? Ah, <laughs> oh, the struggle. The struggle. So now we're gonna play a game I like to call "Everything in Between" pre-check. Oh no. So I'm gonna ask you some questions, and all you have to do is answer them as quickly as possible. Ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. So if you're only allowed to bring a personal item, remember that a personal item is a bag that can fit under your seat. What do you bring? As in, what what goes in the bag or the bag itself? No, no. What goes in the bag? Okay. Oh, um, as many different clothes for different situations as possible, and a mobile phone, and money, and a passport. You think that's all gonna fit in there? Um. Well, the, as many clothes as many clothes as possible. So probably not as many as I would like. But once I manage to sneak a hiking bag on as my carry-on personal luggage, so there is hope. There is hope. Plain seat preference. Window every time. Why? Because then I get to look out the window, and I love how it looks. I'm the one person that always has the window open until the flight attendant tells you to shut it. So mm. yeah, relatable. What's your go-to airline? Whichever one's the cheapest. <laughs> Good answer. You win a contest, and you can go anywhere you want. Where do you go? All expenses paid. Oh, mm, Japan because it's far away and interesting. Very interesting. You're in a deserted island. Who's with you? Mm, Pippa. She's Chicken or pasta? Oh, sorry. Oh, just a clarification. Pippa's my friend. <laughs> Chicken or pasta? Pasta. What is your go-to travel outfit if you're traveling all day, no matter the weather, because you're traveling all day, so you'll just change at your destination anyways. Mm-hmm. The outfit varies, but always my docks, my dock mums. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty much the only shoes I have over here. And last time I went to Europe, they were also the only shoes I bought. And they are just super comfortable. Are they the same shoes from last time, or did you get new ones no, since then? No, the same shoes. I've only ever owned one pair. Oh wow! Yeah. So they've been through a lot. They have. But and they've been to a lot of places too. They have, and they're just unkillable because 
they're leather. They're the best things. I would recommend. <laughs> Non-sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. This is not an ad. <laughs> okay, so did you have a lot of free time? And if so, when and what did you do? I do have quite a lot of free time after the English lessons are finished or whilst they're doing their homework or cello or musical instrument or whatever, I will often do my German course homework and in my free time most days I will go for a jog and hopefully play some piano and maybe get to read a bit of book and after dinner it's always free time because they go to bed super early which suits me just fine. Yeah, that's a good thing about kids. At like 7.30, yep. they're in bed. Yep. And most of the time, like at the beginning, I always had to read them a bedtime story because I think the mom wanted me to get to know them. I don't know. It was like a bonding. But then afterwards, the parents always do it. So Yeah. Yeah, I've never had to. I've only had to do that once, actually. But yeah, then it's Netflix time for me. Yeah, then it's it's just chilling. But that's the weird thing. I think a lot of people, I got like a lot of weird feedback on au pair because a lot of people kind of think that it's a dumb job and that you don't do anything sort of thing, you know? They're like, oh, you, you just get to chill with kids all day. Which, yes, I do, but it's actually a lot of work. Like, yeah. you're basically the mom, especially with our family. Yeah. The mom works all day, mm-hmm. literally from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yes. The dad works in a different country. Yep. And you're just you and the children, so yep. you are the mom, literally. Yep. yep, yep, for two days once. Actually, multiple times. Yeah. For two days, it was just me and the kids, and that's a full-on responsibility. Right, and you have to take them to places, you have to do their homework, make sure that they eat dinner, and etc., etc. So, I don't know, I think it's a lot of responsibility. And even when you have free time, Mm. you still have to be there. Like, yes, he's in cello, but that doesn't mean you can go off with your friends and do something else, because you have to sit there. Until he's done with cello. Yes. So it's like free time, but it's yeah, not time that you can do. You're still working. Yes, definitely. This was something like I know I struggled with a lot because, first of all, at the beginning, I didn't know anyone. So or not anyone that I wanted to hang out with outside <laughs> of, I don't know, whatever. So I wasn't getting out much. So at seven, I would just like hang out in my room. Yeah. And then once I did make friends and I wanted to hang out with them, it was like, okay, we can hang out after 7.30. Yeah. Because at 7, it's like when it's all done and then I need some time to like walk or go wherever. Yeah. So it's like, anytime after 7.30, I'm yeah. free. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> 7.30 is quite late. Can't you get out of work earlier? No. No. Um, luckily, I did not have a similar situation. Like, to an extent, but not as much because I have been with the au pair club and have met a lot of other au pairs through that and I meet up with them and I also was lucky enough to have nice people in my language class um, who I can also meet up with and I met you also and that was very good. Yeah. So yes. So tell us a little bit about the au pair club. Um, It's just a club with an unknown amount of au pairs because lots of them don't come to the meetings um and we just go around and do things like go to the movies was one or go to a cafe or go to carnival in mains mines um 
and we just have a supervisor. It's really cheap. It's really good, and it's about once a month. Cool. Yeah. Sounds interesting. It is. And your German class. I mean, you got really lucky with your German class. With mine, it was a lot of older people,、mm. and there were just like maybe two persons that were my age or around my age,、mm. but not really. I mean, we got went out. At the end, like kind of in, after a couple months, we started meeting up and going out and doing things. But at the beginning, it, we were all kind of like doing our own thing. Yeah, everyone in my language class is older as well,、um, but some of them are nice and they like to meet up for lunch, which I thankfully can usually do.、Um, so yeah, I just have a lot of lunch dates. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think anyone. I mean, they were all really nice, or mo-、mm. most of、mm. <laughs> some of them yeah, were nice. I'm gonna say some as well. <laughs> I had a super ratchet class. Like, I have a Snapchat video of them fighting, like about to get into a fist fight. Literally, <laughs> I had a super ratchet class, and we would fight about everything. Like one time, we had a party. It was so fun. And we took pictures, and it was like a grand time.、Mm-hmm. Then we had a group chat, and people sent the pictures in the group chat. And this one woman started freaking out because,、um, I guess she was in the background of a picture or、mm-hmm. something, and she had apparently said that she didn't want pictures taken of her. But no one ever heard this, and like, no, th- I don't know. Like, it was just such a random thing. Like, she just started like insulting the person that sent it, and she was like. It was like the one of my friends that I had met, so she was like telling her that she was dumb and stupid and like literally uncalled for. It was just a picture, and she had no idea. And she apologized directly, like after she said, like, "Why do you have this picture deleted?" She was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know you said that." But nobody knew that she said that. I don't know. What, They were、yeah. super aggressive. Yeah, yeah.、Um, my the people in my language class. Argued with the teacher for two hours about the seating arrangement because apparently they had people sitting in their special seat that they'd been sitting in. We had these too, and、yeah. it's like, first of all, you're always late because most of the people that complain also happen to be the ones that miss a lot of class or come in late or leave early, and it's like, if anyone has a say here, it's not you.、Yes. And second of all, you're an adult. Like this is a language <laughs> class with. Adults. So, are we really going to argue about where we're sitting? Yeah, it was such a nightmare. My language class has single-handedly changed my opinion that adults would be easier to sh- teach than children. Oh no! Oh, oh god, no. No. no! I think children are at least at least like with childrens, they have an excuse, and you can be like, "Oh, they're kids. Like, they're gonna kids will be kids." Yeah. But with adults, it's like. I don't know. I have no explanation. <laughs> so I usually just look at them. Sometimes I'd sit there for like ten minutes because I'd already done all the work or whatever. Because the, the courses moved super slowly.、Right. I just look at them and be like, "Why are you here?" There was this girl in my class. She would come in at the beginning of class and ask me if I could do her homework for her. <laughs> and I just looked at her and I was like, honestly. Sure, yeah, that I can do it, but who is this helping? We are not getting graded on this.、Mm-hmm. It's nothing's gonna happen because you didn't do it, and the only thing that's gonna happen is that you are not gonna learn the language that you are here to learn.、Yeah. So who does it benefit? I mean, I just get to do the homework twice. <laughs> that's literally it. I didn't understand her reasoning, but、mm. I don't know. 
People are weird. Yeah. And I was that really also bothered me because a lot of the people that were in my class got money from the the state to be in class. Mm -hmm. And then they wouldn't do their homework and they would keep the class like everything would go slower because they wouldn't understand or because they didn't do the homework so it'd be like oh why didn't you do the homework and we get the speech literally every day and it was just so annoying it's like listen i'm here to learn i'm paying money because i paid the full amount as you know you yeah, probably paid yeah, the full yeah, amount yeah. too because they don't care about us they no. don't need money <laughs> and you're like, I'm paying the full amount, I'm here every day, I want to learn, and you're holding me back, and it's even free for you, so you should be thankful that you're yeah. here. Yeah, but I'm in a course now where everyone has to pay, no states must ship, and it is so much better, so maybe really? that's the key. Which course are you in now, if you don't mind me asking? B2. Yeah, but um, which, is it the same school? Yeah. Oh, but everybody has to pay because they only pay till B1. Correct. Yeah, Yes. makes sense. Cool. I actually want to do that again once I'm done with university. Yeah. <laughs> Not stressed out with university 24-7. <laughs> yes. I want to do that. I think next year I'll be taking the B2 classes again. Or maybe even C1 because I think my I'm way past B2. <laughs> you can probably skip to C1 to be honest. B2 is not that scary. Yeah. I think like the cool thing is that I've learned a lot through talking at work and at school and with my friend my German friends and my German boyfriend so I think that's pushed my level a whole lot higher yeah than if I had taken the course definitely but at the same time <laughs> no one speaks worse German than the Germans this is such a good point if you have a question about German just ask a foreigner yeah like don't even bother asking the Germans but to be know. fair I mean not with English because English is my second language so I actually know all the rules and I'm really good at grammar and these things mm -hmm. but if you ask me about German uh, about Spanish well, don't ask me <laughs> but if you ask me the rules for Spanish or like why I have no idea like I'm the same as the Germans yeah but with Spanish yeah and obviously I'm the same with English it's really funny when people from my language class will learn something in German and be like oh it's the same in English and they'll talk to me about it like I know how that's the same in English because they all know it's my first language and I just stand there and like stare at them because sure. I have no idea <laughs> past participle yeah, yeah the yeah. same yeah. yeah we do have that tense as well in English <laughs> now that you mention it <laughs> I use it every day but I've never noticed right it's just so I guess normal because we just learn it intuitively. Yes. So I mean, we never touched on the topic of payment, which I think is an important topic for anyone who wants to be an au pair. So maybe we can touch on that real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it's the same for both of us. I would hope so. Me too, but maybe I'm about to discover something very, very interesting. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, I got paid 310 euros per month which is usually 260, but if you choose to take German classes or language courses wherever you end up doing the au pair, it's 50 euros um, extra. Yes, which is supposed to cover the cost of the language course, um, which Let is me hilarious. tell you, I, I had no money saved. So like I said, I was in Australia studying abroad, mm. went to Mexico for vacation because I, my family was on vacation in Mexico, so I went there. And then I decided to come here. So the amount of money I had in my pocket were actually exactly $1,000 because it was an, uh, a scholarship that I got that I got like after the fact, Okay. after the study abroad. 
it was like you had to prove that you studied abroad and you had a good time and submit a photo and like an essay Mm -hmm. and then you would get the then you would get the money yeah makes sense. so I had exactly a thousand dollars in my pocket Mm -hmm. and I had to pay so every month I got 310 from the family yep and had to pay 310 for the language course oh that's better than me I had to pay 300 and 40, I believe. So every month I just slowly go backwards. It's so depressing. But the money that you get paid through au pair work is not the main part of your payment. The main part is um, obviously the free food and rent. Right. You get yeah. free food and rent, which is nice. And other perks? Mm, the biggest perk is probably holidays. Yes. Holidays. Yes. So where did you get to go to holiday with the family so far? So I've been to Überstorf, which is a ski resort town in southern Germany, twice for two weekends. And I have also been to Spain for five days and to a theme park with you. Yeah, right. Yeah. I came. Yeah. Very cool. I think that's it so far. That's nice. But I know you had quite a lot more. Not really. I had, let's see, one week in Spain. Mm-hmm. Then we went one, not even a week, I think it was like four days to Paris, and then two weeks to Spain again, and it was like one week in Barcelona and one week um, in the Costa Brava, so like the beach. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But either way. Yeah. Such a nice perk. Yes. And it's all paid for. <laughs> yes. Plane tickets and accommodation and, yeah. And it's part of the contract. Right. But... but The family is going to Tanzania. Right, I know. I wasn't invited. Yeah, they also went to Edinburgh whenever um, I was an au pair, but Mm. I wasn't invited there either. Mm. Yeah. But it's fine. I mean, (laughs) I got a lot of other cool trips. Like, Paris was cool. I was surprised I was even invited there. Yeah, that's cool. Because Barcelona kind of makes sense because it's, like, to visit their family and it's not really, like, vacation. It's kind of, like... We're still doing all the responsibilities mm. from usual, usually. Oh, yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> I still had to do English class. I just ditched. <laughs> lucky. Exactly what I did in Uberstorf last weekend as well. I was supposed really? to give them cl- class. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I was supposed to give them classes, but just left and went hiking literally all day. The first day I went hiking... I was hiking from 8 in the morning till nearly 8 in the night. Oh, my night. God. I, when I said First of I all, died, how did you survive? I didn't. I died. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of this, so, like, you got away with it, but have you ever had any stress with the family? Uh, yes. The most stressful thing that I ever did with the family was this one time I took myself mountain bike riding because I had a mountain bike, and we both were, like, mountain bike riding. And I don't know, Marcel... crazy kid he he doesn't have much of a sense of fear I don't think (laughs) but he went over this massive jump and like I didn't see it but I've been told that he face planted straight into the ground who saw it? this other guy that was there Uh just mountain biking casually um and he had a huge black eye and we came back and like I can understand why Marichal freaked out Mm -hmm. because he did have a massive black eye but she like freaked out it was like He's going to have to go to hospital. And I was just dying. Oh, <laughs> on the my inside, God. I was like, oh, my God. You're like, I have to change my plane tickets to leave now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Next flight out of country. <laughs> yes. Oh, 
But no, apart from that, it's been a pretty smooth ride. That's funny. I remember coming home, or not coming home, <laughs> going to have lunch with the family the day after that happened. I think it was the day after. Uh-huh. And I saw the black eye, and I asked maybe like 10 times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Literally, I kept asking, and I knew people were avoiding the question, but I'm just like a curious person. <laughs> I needed to know, so I kept asking and asking, and eventually she was like, he had a little accident. <laughs> yeah. like, she didn't tell me any of the story. You told me this yeah, like told a you. couple days later, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. But she just told me that he was riding a bike and fell. And I was like, how? Like, oh. <laughs> shouldn't he have like a bruise on his leg? Why Why a black eye? No, it's because the first contact was his face. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh, yes. That was quite the adventure. I assume that you haven't had any such horror stories? Um, I think... Um, I don't think I had any anything while I was there. At least nothing pops into my head. Mm. But I know, so sometimes, as you know, they will call me to do some tutoring. Mm-hmm. And whenever the other au pair was here, the one between us, mm-hmm. she was only here for a month, like we said, but she spoke French, so she gave them French classes, mm-hmm. and I would give them English class. Mm-hmm. And now that you're here, that you are have English class covered again, sometimes I will go in and give them math class mm-hmm. and one time I had to cancel because right now it's kind of like super hectic because I have work full-time university full-time and like somehow in there I fit the gym food showers and this and this <laughs> now this <laughs> so I used to do math class and there was just this one weekend where I was like I'm so tired I've I've had so much to do and I have no energy like probably like I could have gone and gave math class like we had planned but I was just so drained and like mentally needed a break you know it's like I know I can do it but like I can't it's just (laughs) I just can't so I texted her and canceled and she never texted me back and I would have called normally I would call but it was a Sunday and it was super early like I think it was 6 a.m. and that's when I canceled because I was supposed to go at 12 and I was like I'm just gonna write her now because I know now that I'm not gonna go. So I was like, I just texted her instead of calling and she never texted me back and hasn't messaged me about math ever since. Yeah, so I don't know. I think she was mad at the moment. I don't think she's mad now, but I haven't reached out to her because like I said, it's only gotten more hectic since that moment. So yeah. And there's always that classical coming home at, like, 3 in the morning, or in my case, 6 o'clock in the morning once, and having Marichelle already awake. (laughs) Oh, this happened to me once, too, because I had forgotten my key also, which was the worst thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it's like, you forget your key, and then you come late from partying, and you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) Do I ring the doorbell? Hi, why are you still awake? Or, ugh. Yeah. Because she also has, like, a crazy sleeping schedule. Yes. Which, like, I admire in her. Like, she works so hard. Oh, yes. And I find it so impressive. But personally, I'm like, why are you awake at 3 a.m.? This is incredible. I have to go pee and you're still working. Or, like, maybe sometimes I think she naps and then wakes up and then goes to sleep again. I don't know. I, I don't follow. Neither. But it's amazing, honestly. It is. And maybe... Boss lady. <laughs> yes. It makes me feel doubly as bad for being <laughs> awake just as late as Marichelle, but because I was partying and not because <laughs> I was to sleep longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also feel bad. Like, that one time I cancelled, I'm like, I know she's mad because she wouldn't do it, you know? Mm. 
she doesn't relate to me being tired and just like blowing off responsibility <laughs> but i am 24 years old and i do have a lot on my plate and sometimes you just gotta do it yeah but she really rocks it she does so thank you so much for sharing your experiences with me and talking about au pair do you have any advice to anyone who's looking to be an au pair uh yes research your family carefully but at the end of the day just do it it's been a great experience for me and a great experience for so many other people yeah and like the worst things that can happen is that you have to transfer families Mm -hmm. but once you're in whatever country you want to go to the tickets like bus plane train whatever will not be that yeah expensive so just do it there's always a solution yes yeah Good, then thank you so much for being here and everybody tune in for the next episode next week. Bye. Bye.